Get a rare view into the human side of wealth management leaders, innovators, and influencers with the Big Reveal podcast from Suzanne Syracuse in partnership with InvestNet. Tune in and subscribe to find out why she calls it the Big Reveal. Coming to you live from Nirvana Comics, Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay, and uh, hola listeners, welcome to the Adventure Seed Podcast, a random roller podcast where every show is different. We may have some dings from the door and some conversation in the background, and you're just going to have to enjoy that. This is one of our live shows. Woo-woo! In the spirit of randomness... Oh, uh, in the spirit and because we rolled something big to read in one week... Uh, we're bringing you a secret banked episode. We did not roll for this title. Instead, we've picked a book we both love for so many reasons. This show is all about Snot Girl, written by Brian Lee O'Malley, with art by Leslie Hung, who is amazing, by the way, both of them, but definitely Leslie Hung brought Brian O'Malley's creations to life. And he is also an artist, so it's really cool to watch their merge of, uh, of, of art music. Of art music love movie stuffs uh, so we are reading volume one of the graphic novel for those who want to follow along at home so grab a drink grab a book and let's get rolling awesome all right so i want to start by saying snot girl just Snot girl. Snot girl. I mean, if you look at the cover, it says everything you need to know. She is, she's got snot oozing out of her nose. She's wearing the lime green, rocking the lime green hair. She's looking at fashion magazines with her computer next to it. What do you think she is? Oh, I would, I would say that she is, is some sort of model model or, or one of those insta girls. E-girls is e- what the girls. kids call them now. Yes. <laughs> I have to be honest. I saw this comic sitting on the shelf easily for a year before I was convinced to read it by you because the t- the cover and the title just is so gross. I I was not prepared for the amazingness that is inside the cover of this book. Well, and so I just didn't know that he came out with something new. And I'm usually really on top of Brian Lee O'Malley's stuff because I am such a fangirl of his. Um, I would say that it started with, I'm Canadian in my heart of hearts, and I think somewhere in one of my past lives, I was definitely born up in the Great White North. And Brian Lee O'Malley just sings to my soul. Like, whatever he says comes straight to me. And I was genuinely surprised that I waited, it was about eight months after it was Mm -hmm. released, before I was like, holy shnikes, there's a new comic, and I have to read it. And I would love it if you would read this comic with me. Mm -hmm. And... Because it disgusted you so much, the art drew me in. I was like, this is exciting. I can't I can't wait to read about Lottie and green hair don't care. Hashtag green hair don't care. Yes. I've been a green haired lady many a time mm-hmm. in my life. It's my favorite. I mean, I, any hair don't care, I think, could be your mantra. Definitely green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, green, green's one of my favorites. But out, outside of that, and I'm not really sure why an Instagrammer uh, or it never really actually says Instagram. I just want to go ahead and throw that out there mm-hmm. as a disclaimer. It never says that Instagram is its thing, but it's clear. If you are in the social media realms, as we mm-hmm. basically all are at this point, 
you will notice the square, the nice banner, the simple graphics. Mm -hmm. It's it's Instagram. And it's it's a platform that's still driven by those likes. By influencers. Yes. Absolutely. So she is an influencer by all intents and purposes. And she she shows you the plastic side of life. She shows you what we have envisioned these perfection, these lives mm -hmm. to be. And yet we find out about Snotty Lottie. So tell us a little bit about Snotty Lottie. So even though she is this influencer that has this picture-perfect social media life, the comic isn't really about that. It's about everything that goes on behind the scenes. It's the nitty-gritty. Show me the nitty-gritty. And so she is this poor, poor girl that I sympathize with so much who has the worst allergies on the planet. And living in East Tennessee, allergy season is like a year-round thing for us. Absolutely. So I understand her struggle to find an allergy medication that works because being an influencer, you don't want snot dripping out of your face on a photo shoot. Well, and she goes to her doctor and, and just, you know, this is kind of an old book at this point. By the time you, you listen to us, this book came out, like, I think the first volume came out in 2017. So this is several, so we're, we're going to preface this once by spoiler alert, yeah. which we're not really spoiling too much. We're not going to spoil the big ending, but we are going to tell you all about it on the way because the volume three recently came out. Yes. So you should be on this bandwagon and on this train with us because it's amazing. And if you're not, it's not too late to jump on that train at any point. So Absolutely. And we it's, the, it. it's the 10th anniversary of Scott Pilgrim. Woo woo woo. <laughs> so um, I know that you aren't always the biggest fan of that, but I, I just. Scott I, Pilgrim oh. has grown on me. I saw the movie first. And so I can understand why you didn't appreciate it to the level of mm -hmm. which I I've do. I've gone back and read the graphic novels since. They're and amazing. I I love how much character development there is in the graphic novels. The warrior spirit of Ramona yes. is intense. My biggest complaint with the film was the way they portrayed Ramona Flowers. Well, and so it, it's interesting because, uh, because Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> Brian Lee O'Malley actually wrote the screenplay. Mm -hmm. So he, he he was totally on board. He was with the there betrayal. and he did such a great job. And it's just they I think that they it was one of those things where it might have gotten watered down just a little bit in editing. Mm -hmm. And Ramona is such a strong character, even in the movie, you just have to know in the background that you, like what you've read to understand just how fierce, strong she is. But like Ramona is the quintessential pixie dream girl. Manic pixie dream yes. girl. Yeah. But in the book, she had so much more magic to her that just was lost on the film screen. Well, they just took it for granted. It was a cult classic movie yes. for the longest time. It was all, it was a cult-driven movie. And you you just you there were little pieces that they just expected talking about inside jokes. Mm -hmm. There were inside jokes yes. that they just expected you to know and it it did a little disservice. A, a little disservice. But as somebody who who read the books, who has, who's gone to Alamo oh, in nice. Texas, like the Alamo Draft House, mm -hmm. and did the the fan participation, like Rocky Horror Picture Show, oh, they wow. had a Scott Pilgrim See, versus and, the and World. And having read the graphic novels, I now enjoy the movie so much more, and I'm in on those inside jokes. Yeah, and so. it's so much more fun that way. And so, like, Brian Lee O'Malley writes these women characters so freaking well. Yes. Like, you see, you see two sides. There's the side they present to you, 
And then there's the side that they really are. And mm-hmm. Snotty presents this Instaculture thing, and you think, oh, well, I'm not going to read this book because it's just about girl, like, it's about influencers, and I'm just not into that. No, no. Mm-hmm. There's so much nitty-gritty dirt in, t- in this book. You know, one of my favorite things about this book is the way that it presents that off-screen life because now we're all aware of the tricks of the trade that people put into their Instagram photos to get that perfect shot. Edited photos, sticking their butt in unnatural positions, yada, well, yada. Well, even just, like, using an off-screen fan to add... Like, we know these tricks and these angles that they use, but we never really do see the behind-the-scenes that the artist goes through to get that shot and the heartache that some of these artists experience on their journey there. And one of the things that I found most recognizable and identifiable with Lottie is even though she is this famous influencer, she's respected and admired by her peers, she has a successful career doing what she does, she is so insecure. She's so afraid that... And she's so out of touch with reality that she's terrified of the weirdest things. Yes. And as someone who occasionally suffers from imposter syndrome in my own job or in my academic career field, I felt that very deeply. And I love that this book shows that you can be one of the most successful people in the world and still have that human quality of the fear of failure. Absolutely. And she she's so afraid of it that she, she like, so her, her basic thing and where the, the comic title comes from is Snot Girl. So it's her, she has allergies. Mm-hmm. Her nose runs. I mean, that's her, like, that, Which that is, is super her. super human characteristic. That is we her all Achilles suffer. Hill is that she has allergies <laughs> to the point where she goes to her doctor and she, she unknowingly, unwittingly, because she's not paying attention and she's looking at her phone, she agrees to take, and because he's hot, yeah. she agrees to take this very problematic allergy drug. That's still like in trial phases. Yeah, and so she takes this drug and she goes and meets this super hot new blogger in the world who seems to give no fucks and comes to this bar, drinks whiskey with her, has like, she sees her ex-boyfriend who has traded her in for a younger and hotter, who she imagines is hotter. Yeah. Lady, well, she's not more Instagrammable. It's just Lottie's so messed up that she thinks she is. Yes. And she she has a hallucination is how it's presented. Mm-hmm. There's a murder. Like, it goes so to an extreme. Mm-hmm. And so the rest of the comic is, did this happen or did this not happen? Is she in her right mind? It, like, she goes into, like, hiding. She freaks out. We need you to read this comic with us so that you can catch up and tell us what what are your thoughts. True crime is all the rage these days. Mm-hmm. So this is this is kind of did this crime happen? Was this a passionate and did the person freak out? who thinks they committed this potential crime did they commit this crime? Because she saw her secret. She saw that she was snotty. Yeah. She saw that maybe snotty Lottie is a thing. Mm-hmm. And instead of trying to like reclaim that name and turn it into Hottie Lottie, mm-hmm. she was freaked out by Snotty Lottie so much that she goes into like hiding and she she hides herself from Instagram and she puts herself on like this is a banked episode. She like banks photos and starts putting out old stuff and she's just freaking out. She doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So you see all these social interactions, these parties, these things where 
you see the person, this this new girl, if you will, you see her come into the scene, and is she really there? Mm-hmm. Does do other characters interact with her? Is she really still alive, or is is Laudia hallucinating? What is she hallucinating? The murder or the interactions? Yeah, the just the existence of this person. Does this person represent what Lottie wishes she was, or? Like, I mean, she idolizes her. Like, but when I when I look at whether or not this person exists, I feel like this could be very like Fight Club esque. We can't talk very, about Fight Club because that's like the first and second rule, right? So <laughs> we'll we'll talk about like the Knockdown Dragout Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, is are these things really happening to her? Because at the beginning of the novel, are the the it's so this is issues one through five. Um, these aren't the single issues. This is volume one. So we've got five comics that we're reading and talking mm-hmm. about all at once. And so does does Lottie, there's a scene in the beginning of the, the volume where she envisions that someone's trying to kill her. This new, the, the new girlfriend that mm-hmm. her ex is with, is she trying to kill her by milk, via milk? Yeah, because she has allergies, as all good influencers do. Right, so <laughs> so we see this this. Uh, this parallel of making things up in her mind. Like, is somebody really trying to kill her? Is she really trying to become her? Is she really replacing her? And at one point, Vladi blames these hallucinations on this new allergy medication. But we see this habit of falsely imagining or falsely interpreting the things around her pre-medication. I mean, there's part, like the pool party mm-hmm. for the engagement announcement. I mean, there's just, there's so many things where, is this real? Is this really happening? Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, it, the, the Leslie Hung nailed it on these illustrations because you, I can't pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. I can't, there's not really a necessarily a pattern of what's happening. Well, and the, the writer Brian Lee O'Malley nailed it in the storytelling. There is no hint at what the truth is. And but they set it up so well. They do. It's beautifully. And they, I feel like that really mirrors that Insta culture because you can look at an Instagram picture for so long and not see how they managed to pull that off. How, Absolutely. Like you, you can't always tell what filter they used or what angle they shot it from or all the different props they had to use outside of the screen to make that image as beautiful as it is. And so I feel like, yes, Lottie is obviously a a characterization of these influencers. This book is very heavily focused on that Insta culture, but I feel like the storyline itself mirrors that idea of what is reality versus not. What is the expectation you should have of your reality versus what it's not? Well, and I, I, I wanna take one step back and um, look at it's it's we, it sounds like we're harping a lot on Lottie and the Insta culture, and we're not necessarily. It's it's kind of the society that we've presented for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So this is this is what we've done. We've we've set these people up on a on a column, and they like we're idolizing them, and so they they have kind of no choice but to to play to that level mm-hmm. and they're so out of touch that they're, they're not even in the same reality that we're in anymore and in issue four it's titled now everything's embarrassing it, it kind of goes back to the okay is this real did she really die is she really here at this party no one else really interacts with her so you really have to pay attention to the dialogue where it's the art is just as important in this novel as the dialogue mm-hmm. it's, it's a 50 50 split here and you have to have both in other 
um, episodes, we've taught our sessions, we've talked about how sometimes the art is more important and mm -hmm. we don't have to have dialogue. And this one you absolutely do because you are trying to, it's even got cops in here trying to decide what's real, like what's mm -hmm. actually happening. And so when you see this party and you see the character here, Lottie goes to the doctor and because she's a pretty girl and you're like, we don't know the story of the doctor. She tries to tell him, hey, weird stuff is happening. And she's just a pretty girl. And so he gives no, he's, yeah, yeah, they're there, you know, mm -hmm. patting her on the so shoulder. And she's not, she doesn't know how to be an advocate for herself, a, a, you know, an, an advocate as a patient. Right. Because she's just a pretty girl. But she does, she tries. She tries to convey that information and no one listens to her. Well, and that's what's so fascinating, again, not to, to harp on the Insta culture, but She's an advocate for so many things as an influencer, but she struggles to be her own advocate when it comes to a real life situation. I mean, one of the panels says, I just want to feel normal. Mm -hmm. Like she she doesn't even necessarily, her, her truest, her desire isn't all of this. Yes. Flash and, dash and, and razzle dazzle. Mm -hmm. It's she just wants to be normal. Mm -hmm. And she just wants to feel what like other people are feeling. Yes. And make it fashion. Yeah. But she just she just wants to be recognized as a person. She just wants to be seen and acknowledged. Mm -hmm. um, I've found myself occasionally falling into Instaculture. I'm not an influencer by any means. I barely know how to work my Instagram. But as a mom posting things on Facebook, we post the cute pictures of our kids. We post the, the happy moments. And I've had because I'm a teacher, I've had former students who have graduated and become moms, and they'll reach out to me on Facebook and they're like, how do you do it because it looks so easy? And what they've never seen, like I'm, I'm not gonna post the 17th tantrum my kid has had today. Although um, you, like, to I be fair, sometimes. you do mom fashions and I love it. Yeah, I, I do have my hashtag mom fashions where I will talk about like the nitty gritty of motherhood. Yeah. But, People see like ninety percent of the good moments, the perfect lives on yeah. social media, and and so when these when these nineteen twenty year old girls reach out to me and they're like, I just don't understand how your motherhood experience is so wonderful compared to mine. Like we have to have a heart to heart about like, no, that's not what motherhood is. No. Motherhood is a whole lot of pain, stress, and tears, but we don't post that on social media culture. Yeah. And so seeing Lottie go through this, seeing Nolly, seeing Lottie want to be acknowledged, to be heard, to be felt, knowing that she's an advocate for so many products and fashion lines, but she can't be her own advocate when it really comes to her health, that she struggles to identify what is real or what isn't in her friendships and in her life, that's, that's so touching to me because as a mom, like trying to put that realness out there is so hard. Yeah. Well, and she's got a group of girls where they do kind of let off some steam. I think they're called the Haters Brunch. Yeah. And they get together at some other fashion bloggers and some mm -hmm. other influencers. It's and they get together like and they kind of vent. Yeah. And I mean, they, they are mean girls themselves. But like when they're talking to each other, they really are kind of trying to mm -hmm. portray that sense of friendship and camaraderie mm -hmm. and sisterhood. And it shows other members of the party venting in their own way, like trying to grasp reality in their own way. Like some, one of the girls runs off to Tokyo and is doing something caddish. Uh, another one of her friends is getting engaged to someone she barely knows. And they're, the terrible interactions that Lottie has 
with him. Uh, her her ex boyfriend is trying to get back with her while moving on with a little like a little mini Lottie version mm-hmm. of her, and the whole thing culminates. the The volume ends such uh, with with uh, the fifth issue on on a big cliffhanger. So the the new girlfriend is basically admitting that she is a fangirl of Lottie. Lottie's so twisted and doesn't understand. The and her boyfriend just, Sunny is really like maybe the gr- the hair is greener on the other side. Maybe I messed up by leaving you. Well, in this new girl, she's not just a fangirl. The way that Lottie sees her, whether it's reality or perception, it's almost stalkerish. Well, but she also Lottie is so vain that she doesn't even understand that it was her first like person. Yeah, you her, know, her first intern. It was her first intern, like somebody that worked for her. She doesn't even see that. So it's just, it's really kind of interesting. So it leaves on a big cliffhanger. So we want to ask you, what do you think? Without spoiling it for anybody else, I mean, like if you've read it and you know, cool, you could still say that this is what mm. you thought. We want to know, what what did you think about the Snot Girl volume? Are you a Snot Girl fan? Are you a Brian Lee O'Malley fangirl fanboy like I am? <laughs> like I'm becoming. Like you are becoming. <laughs> All right, so um, we had a fun live show today here at Adventure Seed Podcast. We are live from Nirvana Comics, and we are pretty excited to have this space here where, uh, like, again, it is female-owned. We love that we we're it's inclusive here they've got the 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 lgbt certified safe space yeah so come here get your comics we really enjoy talking about snot girl with you today uh pick up volume two and three because they are now out and uh, be sure to follow our quest adventure seed podcast on facebook instagram and twitter and wherever you get podcasts search for adventure seed podcast all three words we will be back next week with the topic we rolled and may the dice always be in your favor I feel very rocky, like I'm like, we rolling that 20, baby. (laughs) Get a rare view into the human side of wealth management leaders, innovators, and influencers with the Big Reveal podcast from Suzanne Syracuse in partnership with InvestNet. Tune in and subscribe to find out why she calls it the Big Reveal. Get a rare view into the human side of wealth management leaders, innovators, and influencers with the Big Reveal podcast from Suzanne Syracuse in partnership with InvestNet. Tune in and subscribe to find out why she calls it the Big Reveal.